where I really don't, I didn't plan anything. So today, because I'm, I'm going to get a text every Saturday night from Katrina, and she's going to be telling me, you better send me something. We got to get moving. And I get so stressed out. And uh, so today, my thought came from conversations I've had all week. And one of the biggest issues now that I'm seeing is that you cannot tell anybody they're wrong anymore. I mean, if you look at, uh, 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 I'm going to tell you why, but you look at the state of the world, especially America right now, you see all the chaos that happens in America. Somebody's wrong. I mean, everybody can't be right. Amen. Somebody, when you got an issue, somebody's going to be wrong, somebody's going to be right. And then sometimes you just agree to disagree. Everybody say amen to that. But, but the thing is, now you can have, uh, uh, you can have, total truth about something, and then people just won't believe it. One issue, reason why it occurs, is because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, social media and the internet was something that was created that actually can help us live. Everybody say amen. amen. We get great information off of it. I use it a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm always on it. I, I get information from it and all that. But think about this. When the Wright brothers flew their, flirt, their first little stupid little plane that they flew, and then mankind learned how to fly. It wasn't made for someone to crash it into a building. That's right. But someone did. Mm -hmm. Th think about it, when, when, when the ski mask was made, it was made from somebody who was cold and said, I got an idea. I'm going to get this thing over my whole head, cut this part out so I can see, and my face is warm. It wasn't made for people to rob people. Amen. So what happens is things get corrupted. Social media, internet activity is corrupted. And what's happened is you can be dead wrong about something, but you can go on social media and find 11,000 people who believe like you, which makes you right. Because you know, no, I'm not the only one who thinks that way. And so what's happened is when it comes to biblical things or relationship with God or however you want to put it, it's the same thing. Trying to get people to see truth is so hard because there's so much information out here. You can go, I can hit this thing right now, I'm on the internet in here, and I can put in, uh, this is why you shouldn't tie your shoes. And I guarantee you somebody will be on here going, you shouldn't tie your shoes because of this. I mean, you can find anything that agrees with your, with your madness, and then when someone comes along with truth, you, you, you struggle with it because, no, there's people who agree with you because I saw it online. And if you think about it, when we were young, and I'm older now, <laughs> and I remember being young before all these things, facts straightened everything out. If you had a situation, and the situation was either a right or wrong, it wasn't an opinion, it was a right or wrong, and if I was wrong or somebody else was wrong, and somebody came with factual proof, then you went, okay, I was wrong. You're not going to go find a billion people who agree with you because the facts are saying, but now somebody can come with factual truth. Everybody say amen. Mm -hmm. And you still won't think you're wrong. Mm -hmm. It's the state of the country. So when you tell someone that they might need God, they go, well, well, it's a lot of proof out here that I don't. Amen, amen. Mm -hmm. I, I see a lot of stuff online that says that I, and then here's the scarier part, because of social media and stuff like that, 
They go, I don't want no part of that. I know how you church people are. Mm -hmm. You're judgmental, you're hypocritical, everybody say amen. Mm -hmm. you, you're, you're just as bad as everybody else. You believe this crazy stuff. And, and then I tend to go, well, you're probably right. I'm... I told you a story about the lady I was at the grocery store, and she was in front of me, and she, we were talking. You know, I don't know why people, little old ladies just talk to me. And, and we're talking, and I'm thinking, okay, you got bread, milk. Is that a bra? And anyway, anyway, I mean, you, go, you can buy anything at Walmart, bread, milk, and a bra. Amen, somebody. And, 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 and we're talking, and that bra was big. But anyway, we're talking, and, and, and then she's like, and then I know and these church people, and they claim to love God, and they're so hateful, and they're so mean. And I'm standing there going, please don't ask me what I do. And I'm, and I'm shaking my head. I can't argue. Because that's how we act right now. We don't look any different from everybody else out there. Amen, somebody. Amen. And, and I think, man, it's, it's amazing, God. But you can't tell people the truth, though, because they don't want to hear it. And they can find proof why they're not true. Even if you're factual, somebody can go against your facts. So this is what I'm thinking. I'm going to read the Bible in a second. When you come to God, what happens is through life, You've, erased, you, you've written all these things on an erase board. You've written this. Who raised me, whether they were good parents or not, whether we had money or not, whether I'm, uh, uh, what race I am, whether I'm white, black, Chinese, whatever. Uh, you, you, you write all these things on a board, on an erase board. You, uh, what happened to me when I was a kid, if people teased me, I, it's developed anger. And we write all these things. You got anger. You got bitterness. You got uh, uh, unforgiveness. You write all this stuff on the board. And then Jesus saves you. Everybody say amen. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is slowly he suggests you erase things. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem. We don't erase them. And so therefore, there are Christians who are still racist. How can you be a Christian racist? It doesn't make sense. Because when you come to God, God says, no, all people are the same to me. We're all now got the same father. And, and, and you think, well, how can they be a Christian racist? How can they be a Christian thief? But if you ask everybody, are they a Christian? They'll go, yeah. You believe in God? Well, of course I do. Well, what's the evidence? Well, how you act, how you respond, how you don't respond. I, I used to be a very, used to, used to be, sometimes I still struggle. <laughs> I used to be a very angry dude because I had written all these things on my board because I was raised with a bad father and I was raised in a rough neighborhood and I had to do a lot of scrapping and had to work my way through and then I was raised by uncles who weren't that great either and then I, and I had these situations and, and, and it developed this lifestyle in me. And then Jesus comes along, and I, he goes, oh, I suggest you erase that. And I'm going to erase, I'm erase. It doesn't mean that you don't have sin ever again. It just means that your nature begins to change. Yes, amen. Here's the thing. You can't convince nobody of that because nobody wants to hear truth anymore. We're arguing now. Did they steal the election? Somebody's wrong. Both can't be right. Somebody's wrong. But my thing is, you, you're not going to be able to prove it. 
Because you, you got all the media and everything that agrees with you. So truth comes along and you go, no, I'm not going to take the truth. Here's the scary part. It's even crept into Christianity where you can't tell people the truth anymore because they, well, no, I saw this guy online. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12. Let me, let me read this really quick. They got baby dedication. We got to get Willow straightened out. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 12. Let's get through this one quick. Therefore, Auntie what? Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Since we are surrounded by all these people who are watching us now. Come on. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. It says, let us throw off everything. This is how we pray. Lord, take that away from me. Lord, I, I, Lord, I don't want to be that way. And God says, no, here it is. Throw it off. I'll give you strength and I'll help you do it, but you got to throw it off. You got to get rid of that. And, then, and it's, it's like, wait a minute, how am I going to get, I, I need your help. I need you to take it. No, I'm not going to take it. You got to get rid of it. You have to erase that off your board. I know you were raised a certain way. I know you were raised in a certain area. I know you were raised by parents who were very flawed. I know you, were, you had situations growing up. I know you had bad experiences with people that, 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 that conjure up relationships with those people and you struggle. And, and I know you've had some people being molested and things have happened, you know, but you got to erase some of that. Everybody say amen. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't. You know why? Because we, we don't want truth. We like to harbor that pain, and we like to keep that anger, and we like to keep that unforgiveness. That's the human nature. But then Christ comes along and says, I'm going to change your nature. Mm-hmm. Change my nature? Yeah, because you're very hateful, and you're, you, you have anger issues, and you're, you have issues with people who aren't like you. And then, see, all these things in our mind, he, he, that's just developed us over years. Mm-hmm. I was born in the city. A lot of people were born in the country. Country just, I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> but you guys are like, city, I'll never go. I don't want to be in the city. See, it's, we're formed, we're shaped. Mm-hmm. But then God comes along and he goes, no, you're all the same, but different. Because you're the body of Christ. You all have special gifts, talents. I got to hurry up, man. This I'll be all day. Auntie, come on. And let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. See, we have to fix our eyes on Jesus. See, because Jesus had the perfect personality. And he had the perfect way of responding to everyone else. Jesus ran into tons of people who weren't like him, and everybody went, why are you talking to them? Well, because I'm Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I came to do what? I came to show you the love of the Father. Yes. What happens when you love the Father? Your life actually changes. Anybody who truly has ran into Christ, you will be different. Yes, you will. You will think differently. Everybody say amen. Amen. Your mentality will change. You'll still be you. But my thing is, trust me, your nature will begin to evolve. And it's not an overnight process. That's right. It takes time through what? Transformation of mind. How? Faith comes by hearing. What happens after you hear? Then you begin to get knowledge. And all I get is getting understanding. If you lack wisdom, let them ask. And then all of a sudden, your countenance begins to change and shift and move. Everybody say amen. Hallelujah. That was good. I like that. Come on. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So it says, by joy he endured the cross. Everybody believes Jesus died, right? 
And it's like, and here's the other part. He took on the scorn and shame of, 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 of being who he was. Are we taking on the scorn and shame of it? Not really, because like, but what happens to us is now we don't have any scorn or shame. Back in the day, auntie, uncle, you would get teased for being a Christian. Yes, you would. Because you were so different. Mm -hmm. Now you don't get teased for being no Christian. Because we acted like everybody else. Mm-hmm. We just got a, a, a fish symbol stuck on our car or something. We just got a bumper sticker. We got a license plate or something. But my thing, other than that, I mean, back in the day, they found out you were a Christian. Oh, you one of them Christians. Oh, you one of them. You one of those. Mm-hmm. Now you go, I'm a Christian. They go, oh, I am too. Didn't you just cuss that guy out at the gas station? Mm-hmm. Come on, you know I'm telling the truth. We got people out here fighting and, and, and rioting and all, all year, just been craziness. And a lot of them profess to be crazy. I guarantee you they go to church somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't get teased anymore for being a, you don't take any scorn or shame for being a Christian anymore. You know why? Because we, everybody looks alike. Mm-hmm. Everybody smells alike. You smell just like me. You act just like I do. Oh, I must be a Christian. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm-hmm. I know it hurts. I'm, I'm going to help you out. Come on, Auntie. Consider him who endured such opp- opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So before we lose heart, we have to consider that Jesus could have lost heart. And if Jesus would have lost heart, because people are always following him around. They were always trying to prove him wrong. They did kill him. And, and he never lost heart, so that keeps us encouraged. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Do not be weary in well-doing. Everybody say amen yes. to that. Come on, Auntie. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your See, blood. You know what? In Jesus' struggle against sin, it caused him to cross and they crucified him and he shed a lot of blood. We have not yet struggled that hard right. against sin. We don't struggle that hard. We haven't struggled to, to, to death, to blood. Everybody say amen. Mm-hmm. Come on. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? Uh-huh. It says, my son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you. It says, listen, my son, you are, you are, have, you will have times when you are wrong. Let me correct you. Yes. Here's the problem. You can't correct nobody now. And then in America, we got rights. You got rights to be a dummy in America. You got a right to be an idiot in America. We all got rights. Everybody hollering about their rights. You, you, now, oh, oh, try to get people to wear. Remember from the mask issue? Oh, man, I got rights. Everybody's got rights. Everybody hates to be uncomfortable. Just for a second, you can't be uncomfortable. Nobody want to walk through no store with no stupid mask on. Yeah, you're looking at people. Are you smiling? Right. Or are you, you know, mad at me? I mean, you, you can't. You, people talking. <laughs> What? It's like, <laughs> uh, but you know what? It's uncomfortable. Well, my thing is we hate to be uncomfortable. You know why? Because we're Americans. And Americans have so many rights. When here's Christ comes into your life and he says, you don't have any more rights. Hmm. All, you got a right to do everything I command you to do. All right. It goes against American principles. So truth comes, and we go, no, I don't really, I believe in that, but I'm not going to believe in this. But it's not up to you. It's, it's, 
It's right here. No, that I believe, that I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Can't, you can't do the truth anymore. People hate the truth. They don't want to hear it. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, God, is so hard. When you got factual evidence, people still will go, nope, I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Because CNN told me. Because Fox News told me. Mm-hmm. I think I'm on. Because the Lord disciplined the one he loves. Now, if he doesn't discipline you, if he doesn't correct you, if he doesn't chasten you, he doesn't love you. I use that all the time with my kids growing up and then Julian now. I'm like, dude, you know what? Me getting on you means I love you. I mm-hmm. know it don't feel like it. But I would be a bad parent if I allowed you to continue to be stupid. And then not only that, I'm unleashing you on society. Mm-hmm. And then society's got to deal with you. And then probably the penal system's probably going to deal with you. Everybody say amen to that. Mm-hmm. See, because you're not just raising your kids for you. You're raising your kids for us. We don't want to deal with your crazy kids <laughs> who grow up to be crazy adults. Everybody say amen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, we have to remember that we correct our kids because we love our kids. So God tries to correct us. And how does he correct us? With truth. Amen. But we don't want it. We have a dilemma. We got an issue because we want truth, we say we want truth, but do we really? Because it may go against what you believe. Mm-hmm. And now you have submitted what you believe into your system because you saw it online. <laughs> and because, you know, they say it on the news all the time. I read this. They said, who is they? Have you ever figured out who they is? <laughs> I don't know who they is. People kill me with the they. Well, you know what they say. Who is they? Where is, where is the department of they? <laughs> where, where is the governmental building where they preside? Where, where is they at? I don't know who they are. Would you show me who they are? Because they are very informed and they know everything. <laughs> Let me get off. I got to hurt. Willow, we're going to get this done, Willow, I promise. Come on. And he chases everyone he accepts as his son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? Because God is treating you like his children. And my thing is God comes along and goes, man, look how you're thinking. I don't want you thinking like that. Why are you thinking like that? Everybody say amen. Amen. I've had many people since I've been out here come up to me and go, you know, Keenan, I apologize for what? I was, I was a racist. What happened? Well, Jesus. I was raised by racists. I was, and you know what I tell them? I was a racist too. Mm-hmm. See, we always look at racism as white people to everybody else. Not everybody is racist. Amen. I know it makes your underwear tight. I know it does. <laughs> no matter when we, whenever, I wish there was a time when we saw people, we only saw them as people. But what we do is we acknowledge something first. Mm-hmm. Then we acknowledge them as people. Mm-hmm. Some of us are just better with it than others. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I remember, I'll never forget, uh, me, me and Cameron, we went to this, this, this uh, uh, somebody passed away, a friend of ours, and we went to the funeral or the wake or something, and then they introduced me, and it's like, oh, here's my pastor, and then everybody went. And then and he goes, what, you thought he'd be taller? <laughs> <laughs> I would love it when 
we're just people. Amen. See, but here's what happened. See, you put all this on your board when you were born. Because mm -hmm. some of you were told that these people aren't good and those people watch those people and don't trust those people. Amen, somebody. Amen. And then what happens? Jesus comes into your world and goes, there's two types of people. It's people who stink and who don't. Because I know some black people, I wouldn't let in my house. <laughs> I, had, I know some black people move in my neighborhood, I'd be like, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Amen. And as I would wish we can get to the day, I wish we can have the time where Jesus really transforms our thoughts and he really makes us erase all. You, why are you guys Republicans and Democrats? Right. Why? Why? First of all, they're both wrong. Amen. And then second, when does it say be that in the Bible? Amen. No, we are. We are people who take truth and we make honest decisions based off of that truth. That's what we're supposed to be. You're supposed to be part of the political party. Jesus says, render on the Caesar what is Caesar's. Mm -hmm. But render on the God what is God's. Right. Hallelujah. 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 Why did we jump on a political bandwagon? Well... Willow, I'll be all day with that one. Come on. Next. If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters See, at all. if he doesn't correct us when we're wrong, then we're not true. We're not true daughters and, and sons of Christ. He has to straighten us out because we've written all these things on our board. Mm -hmm. That is affecting how we feel, affecting how we deal with people, affecting if we love or not, affecting if we care about someone or not. We've written all this stuff on our boards. And then Jesus goes, you need to erase that. No, I don't want to erase this. This keeps me safe. This, this is how I feel. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us, yep. and we respected them for it. And we respected our fathers when they got home and you got in trouble. Come on. How much more should we submit to the Father of Spirits How and live? How much more should we commit to the Father? You know, you know one of the biggest ways that God corrects you? With other people. Mm -hmm. And that's the toughie. Mm -hmm. Because, man, you don't want nobody to tell you anything. Mm -hmm. We used to be where you're wrong, you're wrong. Now, no, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. And we pull out our phones and we go, oh, see? Mm -hmm. They said that. There they again. There they. That's what we do. We do it subconsciously, though. We don't realize we do it. Mm -hmm. And then what happens, truth is not accepted anymore if it goes against what I believe. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Well, here's God going, no, I got to fix those things. Oh, where are we going? No, I don't want you to fix that. Come on. They disciplined us for a little while as they thought best. Yep. But God disciplines us for our good. Now, we, some of us have been troubled by our parents disciplining us, uh, uh, disciplining us because they thought these things were the best thing to do, and they were wrong. Mm -hmm. Some of us got, got, was raised by parents who were great, but they were all flawed. And so one, one reason, I, I, and I, my mom, she can listen to this. My mom never hugged us when we were kids, me and my brother. But the reason why, she told us later, is because I was trying to raise two boys in the, in the hood. Amen. I couldn't have you guys being soft, mama's boys. We are mama's boys, but we're a lot different than most mama's boys. Mm -hmm. And she goes, I, didn't, I had to make a choice. I either can raise you guys kind of tougher, or I, I, I can nurture you guys. And, and she, I chose to do it tougher. Amen. Now, how did that affect me? I'm not really a big hugger. 
Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, <laughs> and, 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 and then when I realized Christ comes along, everybody say amen. 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 Before the pandemic, what did we use? We, I'm the huggiest person you know. Mm-hmm. Even though deep down inside, I'm, sometimes I go, ugh. <laughs> you, know, like, ugh. you know how you try to, ugh. <laughs> or you do the quick pat. <laughs> People hug you like that, they really don't want to hug you. Amen, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're going, okay. <laughs> you're all right with me. They don't want to hug you. Yeah. But my thing is I realized, I see, we're shaped by iniquity. We're, we're shaped by our past. And then Jesus comes along, and he goes, no, we don't, I don't want you to be that way. I'm a, I, I need to change your nature. What, yeah. what, truth? Let me tell you the truth. Loving people is the best weapon a Christian has. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm almost done with this. Willow, I'm almost done. Come on, one more, last verse. In order that we may share his, in his holiness, no discipline seems pleasant at that time, but painful. I Later love that. On, however, it says, it ne- it's never fun to be corrected. Yes. Never. In fact, it's painful. Because you know what? Because you got this in your mind. You're set in your ways, and then reality slaps you in the face, and you're like, I was wrong. How many times you told your husband or wife you were wrong? How many times you told your mother you were wrong? How many times your mother told you she was wrong? How many times your father told you he was wrong? We just don't like to admit we're wrong. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you ever, you ever got into a debate with someone? Somebody's wrong. And then facts will come, and you still won't admit you're wrong. Well, you know what they say you still won't admit you're wrong. It's like, man, I, I know it hurts to be disciplined, but that's the love of God. Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. And it's like, man, see, we have to be corrected. Yes. Because we'll do the right things and we'll live in peace. Yes. So all these people now who are going crazy, and all these people now who have, are different spectrums of opinion, it's like, man, guys, somebody's wrong. No, I'm not wrong. You're willing to get arrested? You're willing to let five people get killed? You're really, you willing to, really, really? I ain't talking about protesting. I'm talking about chaos. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about burning down a target. Or I'm talking about attacking the Capitol. See, you don't like that. See, we hate this stuff. It's, it's too kid and it's too, ooh, it's just... Ooh, my just feel my underwear just, ooh, just. We gotta stop. Why, why are Christians Amen. breaking into Macy's and Targets, and then why are Christians attacking capitals? Amen. Somebody's wrong, but you won't convince them. Mm-hmm. I know. Let me. I still love you. I hope you love me. <laughs> Ephesians chapter four. Willow, I got one more. We got. Bring you a little bit. Round head up here. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17. Come on. So I tell you this, yep. and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. See, you gotta, you say, listen, I'm telling you, and I'm insisting on this. You must no longer live like the Gentiles or people who don't believe in God. 
you can't live in the reality of your mind. Amen. See, because your mind is all over the place. Your mind has been fed by a lot of things. You cannot, the futility or the, the, the totality of your thought, meaning I, no, I let nothing else come in. I have figured it out. Mm-hmm. You can't live that way. Because let me tell you a secret. You don't know. Amen. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I got a friend of mine who was a black ops guy. And man, he used to tell me stories of stuff that happened that he had to do. And I'd be like, that wasn't on the news. He's like, you'll never see that on the news. Yeah. There's things that they don't tell us. Mm-hmm. So why do we believe this? Mm-hmm. It says, don't walk in the totality of your mind. Come on. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God mm-hmm. because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of their hearts. Due to their hardness of hearts. Due to the fact that you can't tell anybody anything. So now they, have, they, are, they walk in their ignorance. That's not me. That's the Bible. Don't get mad at me. Because you are now ignorant, ignorant because now you, your heart is so hard nobody can get an ounce of truth into you. Mm-hmm. You, everybody's so stuck on what they believe and what they believe, they are now budging. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, you can have total proof why you're wrong. I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. You've been online again, haven't you? And here's my scary part about social media. Why do you guys listen to people with 15 uh, followers? <laughs> This is my problem with social media. It allows people to be brave. It allows them to say things they will never say in person. How many people have told you off online? They ain't going to tell you to your face. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then, too, it's like, man, dude, who, who, who says you should have an opinion that people should hear? Amen. You drive a high-low. I'm not knocking anybody who drives a high-low. But what I'm saying is it's like, man, dude, your opinion is your opinion and you want to put it out, thank God you only got 17 people who looked at it. Because mm-hmm. you could be wrong. Amen. Could be right. But who cares? They're like, man, Pastor you got to get online. We need your stuff. On. I'm like, I'm not going online. You know why? Because one, people are evil, people are mean, and I like to slap people who are like that. And then two, it's like, I feed my sheep. Everybody know where I'm at. They want to hear me. They come here. My thing is, I'm not trying to promote my ministry, and I'm not trying to. And, and I know you. And you know what they do now? They count their likes. Oh man, I had like 120. I had 700 views, and I and I and I guarantee you had 300 dislikes. It's just the world. You can see a man pushing his daughter on a swing on a sunny day video, and it will be 50 likes and 15 dislikes. He's pushing her too hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he should be at work. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask people why they dislike it, but you know why they really dislike it? Because people are evil. Mm-hmm. Just evil. Come on, Willow. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality. Having lost all sensitivity, not sensitive to anybody else's plot. Amen. They indulge themselves in every kind of impurity, and they are all full of greed. Mm-hmm. Only thing that matters is them and what they believe and what they don't believe. 
Now he's saying, these are the Gentiles, but man, isn't that America right now? Mm-hmm. How many, America's got more churches per capita than any other country in the world. Why don't we act like it? Mm-hmm. Why are we so mad? And why is everybody fighting? And why is everybody so bent out of shape? Well, because you know what? Churches are filling up, but there's not a lot of Christians. Amen. We just got a lot of people who go to church. Mm-hmm. To, be, to be a Christian now, what happens is you begin to be transformed by the you know, one of your mind after you accept the blood of Christ and you accept that by faith, so you're saved by grace and faith. Then God comes along. Paul says, I know what? I show you my faith by my works. A good tree can only produce good fruit. A bad tree can only produce bad fruit. So when someone will say, well, how do you know someone's really a Christian? Well, we try to, this, that's hard. But I'll tell you this. It says that many, well, they confess to be one. Well, many will say that they love me and they did these things in my name, but I'll say, depart from me, I never knew you. And the Bible also says they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Mm-hmm. So, what, so how do you know? Well, there's only one way to know. Fruit. Mm-hmm. What do they produce? Yes. How do they go through life? How do they treat other people? How do they, how do they raise their kids? How do they, and I'm not talking about religious mumble jumble, and I'm not talking about church. I'm talking about how, how is their life? Right. Are there someone you just can't stand to be around? Is there someone that has open issues that, you know, you know they're wrong, but they confess to be Christian? It's so quiet, I know. It steps on your toes. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about them, you know, they and them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to slap you, Rob. (laughs) <laughs> Next verse. That, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in Him. Life that you've learned when what, Auntie? When you learned about Christ. When, yeah. There is no way that much hatred could come out of someone who knows Christ. Amen. I don't care if they're holding up a Jesus saves her. Amen. I don't care if they go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Come on, Auntie. And we're taught in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. See, we're taught what? In accordance with what, Auntie? The, the tr- truth. truth. Is in Je- oh, but we got an issue because people don't like the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stand it. No, that's not right. Yes, it is. I saw I got factual proof. They gave it to you, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> You ever consider that you just might be wrong? Well, let's say you hear somebody say, you know, I might be wrong. It's not even in our vocabulary anymore. Mm-hmm. Auntie. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its see, deceitful see, desires. See, we were taught by a former way of life. We written all these things on our board. We're taught by who raised you how you were raised, where you were raised, how much money you had or didn't, whether your parents stayed together or not, whether you had siblings or not, whether you had great family or a bad one, 
whether you are uh, black, white, whatever, whether you are Catholic, Presbyterian, Baptist, or whatever. See, we, all these things, it, it produced something in us. Mm -hmm. It produced thoughts and reactions. Yeah. And then Christ comes along and says, no, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. No, we got, we got to erase that. To be made new in the attitude of your mind. So you got to be made new. Where? In the attitude Here. of mind. Here. Why am I thinking about? Why am I thinking like that? You ever stopped and went, why am I thinking like that? Mm-hmm. Thank you. I thought I was the only one. It's been many days I go, what are you thinking? Dude, remember who you are. What is, what is, what is, that sounds like you back in the day. Mm-hmm. Why, why are your mind going there? Hallelujah, somebody. Yes. It's like, man, we got to be renewed in our minds. Come on. And to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Now, nah, we're created to be like, put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and true holiness. Then why are we so angry? Why are we so mean? Why do we have so much, why is our attitude so bad? Mm-hmm. Why do we treat people like crap? How many people, you know when you, when you get, we're getting, I'm almost done. When you get, you run into somebody who's in the service industry, like some people, you know, giving your carry out, grocery store, and you be nice to them, they be so relieved. Because mm -hmm. you know what? People treat them like crap. And this is what I'm thinking. When, when it's everything happened and everything got shut down, my whole neighborhood was home. So you know what I was thinking? You're not essential. Because everybody essential was still working. Mm -hmm. All of you fuckers are home cutting your grass. That means we can probably do without you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being truthful. Hey, I'm sorry. What do you do? Well, I'm an analyst. for you. We don't need you. But we need the people stocking the shelves at the grocery store. Amen. We need the people working at the nursing homes. And we need the people who are still working. So they're essential. But just you know what's the scary part? Most of them don't get paid enough. Amen. So the people who are essential don't get paid. Right. And the ones that we don't need make a ton of money. Mm -hmm. Something's wrong. Oh, I know what it is. It's America. Mm -hmm. America's founded on greed. That's right. Oh, this is too much. I know. It's, come on out there. Therefore, each of you must put off half falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. See, you got to stop. Oh, don't you love when they catch politicians in lies? Oh, yeah. they go, no, I we got you on tape. <laughs> don't you realize everything now is recorded? Mm -hmm. And they'll get up there, well, you know, I really didn't. Uh, what I meant was, you lie. Yeah. We caught you lying to the people. Mm -hmm. And they try to convince us that well, you didn't see that. I watched, you know, you know the Detroit Lions stress me out. And, and, and every press conference, the coach gets up there and says, well, you know, we didn't execute. And we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want, one day I want some refreshing uh, 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 interviews. I want some people to, I want somebody to just come up and say this. You know, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, thank you, I love this guy. <laughs> it'll be refreshing. It'll be, wow. 
politician got up and just said, you know what, I was wrong. I just, I, I, I don't know what I'm thinking about. I, I got in this job to make money. <laughs> I got in this job to be powerful. You just go, that's refreshing. At least you're telling the truth. Everybody say amen to that. Come on, I tell them. For we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. See, we can, you're going to get angry. You're not going to like things. But why do we sin after it? That's what causes people to break and mur- uh, burn down buildings. That's what causes people to get on a scalpel and try to put up, take down the American flag. Not no Russian or, or Chinaman, an American was trying to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what causes people to stand there and go toe-to-toe with police all year long, just fighting with the police. That's what causes people to do that. Mm-hmm. See, they're angry. I can get you being angry because you don't agree with something. But why do we go crazy? Why do we sin, though? Christians don't get angry, but all right. Auntie, I got a couple more. Come on. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Mm-hmm. That's what people, do not you know what? Don't leave that anger in your house. Straighten it out. I know you're bent out of shape. I know you want to hit him in the head with a pan, but it's like straighten it out. Don't go to sleep with that. Don't. You know what? You might just disagree. Just agree to disagree. <laughs> I don't believe that way. You don't believe that way. Let's drop it. Right. Don't, don't, don't allow that to, to simmer in your house because you know why? Because you'll give room to the devil. Yeah. And the devil will come in and he would take that little, you are just a little upset because you put too much salt in the spaghetti. <laughs> and then the devil will get into that and then he will begin to cause every problem that you had to come back to remembrance. Right. Mm. And then you're fighting and then you're angry and you haven't spoken in days. What did you do? You gave room to the devil. I'm really, I'm conscious about the information I take in. You know why? Because mm-hmm. it gives room to the devil. Right. Right. When they tell you how things are and they aren't factual, right. you're giving room to the devil. Right. Hallelujah. Come on, Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, mm-hmm. but must work doing something useful with their well, own I, hands. Thieves don't like that. I, I got to quit stealing them? No. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, come on. I don't even know why that's in there, but hey, man, come on. That they may have something to share with those in need. Now, here it is. It says quit stealing, get a job, and then share it. That's not even American. It's, it's, it's get a job, get a career, hopefully, make some money, and retire with everything you made. Mm-hmm. See, <laughs> see, see, the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of America clashes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying getting retirement is bad. I'm working on my retirement right now. I'm 57. I want to quit. <laughs> but my thing is what I'm saying is it's like man that's our whole lives we live with this mediocre life of this we get raised we have get married have some kids we hopefully get a decent job we live our lives we build a retirement and we die and then you're going to get to heaven and he's going to say what did you do with your life well I raised my kids I got married got this just and I died and the guy's going to go <laughs> really that's what you did with the breath I put in your lungs. How many people know God because you know God? Or he'll probably say, how many people know me? Because you know me. Most people's lives are mediocre. 
and they get mad when you tell them that. I told somebody that, your, my, your life's mediocre. And they went, oh, pastor, that was very hurtful. No, it's very truthful. I'm trying to wake you up because you're living a life of nothing. You're worried about nothing. Let's worry about something that matters. Let's, let's get in the game. Let's get in the fight. Yes. Oh, okay, now I see. Yes, I wasn't putting you down. I was telling you the truth. Yes. People hate it. I'm only got one minute. Come on. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Oh, my goodness. I could do a whole message on that one. <laughs> Stop talking trash. Stop saying crazy stuff. You know why? You should only be saying things that are helpful, that build people up. Hallelujah. According to the, what they need, that it, that it benefits those who listen to it. Yeah. Not smashing people, bringing them down, so much hatred. All of you say, oh man, you should see the social media, so much hatred, just bringing everybody down. I guarantee you a lot of them claim to be Christian. Mm -hmm. When the Bible's clearly saying, stop tearing people up with your mouth. Amen. Yes. Even if you don't agree, you don't have to tear them up. That's right. That's right. But no, no, they're so wrong. I'm so right. So I'm going to bring them down. I'm going to make their name garbage. Hang Mike Pence. Right. You guys better be careful. That's right. You're giving room to the devil. That's right. Stop saying stuff if it ain't going to benefit nobody. Keep it. To you. you know how many times I don't say what's on my mind? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh Kenny, what do you think? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> it won't make it better. Everybody say amen. Come on, come on. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God mm -hmm. with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get now, I said, I just said, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. How do you grieve him? By the way you act. Mm -hmm. Yes. See, you know why? Because the Holy Spirit is with you wherever you go. Not only that, he's in you. Amen. And he's going, oh, why are we doing, oh, this is so uncomfortable. Mm. Right. You're doing, oh, we're acting like, oh, you're responding like this. This is so uncomfortable. The Bible says don't grieve him. Don't make him sad. Yes. By what? The way you act. Mm -hmm. Come on, Auntie. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, mm. brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. That's America right now. America's got all of that. Bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, slander. The, the, argue with me. America's got all that right now. And it said, you know what? Put all that away from you. Erase it. Yes. Why are you acting like that? Well, because I'm right. Who says? I know Willow. I know. She's, she's always with me. She's been hearing me since she was, you know, born. Come on, I'm, I'm almost there. Come on, Auntie. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Wow. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, even if they've offended you, and just as Christ has forgiven you. So those people who cannot forgive right now, who just hate Donald Trump, hate uh, uh, Biden, Hate Harris, hate Pence, hate Pelosi, hate, 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 hate. I guarantee you a large percentage of them will confess to be Christians, and I guarantee you another large percentage of them go to church somewhere. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> so how do you know? How do you know somebody's a Christian or not? Well, it's because they go to church. No. I don't, I don't look at it from that way. And then you go, oh, you can't judge me. Only God can judge me. I beg to differ. You don't know the Bible. That's right. That's right. I'm not judging your sin because we all sin. I sin. Mm-hmm. I'm not judging your sin at all. In fact, I understand your sin. But your behavior I can judge. That's right. Because it says, you, I am a fruit inspector. All right. You will know them by their fruit. That's what it says. And I have people go, well, you know, I'm a Christian. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I go to A Power, the third ministry in, in, in Pluto. <laughs> Do you? Okay, that's great. But you know, I wouldn't step foot in your church. You know why? Because you're one of the meanest people I know. How are we? How are we? How did we, how, why did, how did we get caught up in all this nonsense? Christians, I'm not talking about just uh, Christians. We had Christians online arguing and fighting. I got, I had friends of mine calling me, man. Are you done? You know, you. I know you're not on. And they all start off. I know you're not online, but you should see what this part. Why are you doing that? Why? Are you? And then I had to literally, I had to literally get involved with this this fight between two friends of mine, both of them are pastors, over some opinion. And I'm like, you really? I'm sitting on a Zoom call going, you, you got serious? So where we are. So here's the thing. Clear your minds and receive the truth. Yes. Lord, I thank you and praise you and I give you glory and praise. I ask you, pray, Lord, that uh, none of this will be an offense, that it will only be to help. And, Lord, I thank you that if it does offend, good. Because, Lord, you know what? Lord, we need to tell the truth. And, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that we will all follow your way, all rest in you who you are, and we will all begin to transform to what we should be through your eyes, not through our own eyes. And, Lord, we ask and pray that you take away they. We don't want information from them anymore. We want information from you. And, Lord, you guide us to the right information. You put the right things in front of us. And, Lord, help us to be able to receive it. So, well, if I'm wrong, correct me. If you don't correct me, you don't love me. Amen. But if I'm right, oh, Lord, help me not to lord it over people and throw it in people's faces. Lord, help us to have communication. So, Lord, I thank you and praise you. And I, I, I trust you. Somebody say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, let's do this.